Welcome to the Pocono Raceway Podcast, powered by ESPN 840. I'm your host, Kevin. Along with Kevin. How was that for an intro? That was a great intro. We didn't we didn't do that once, did we? No. The, uh, fans, there was actually four edits to that for us to finally get it. I just wanted my chance to start them, man. I wanted to do the intro. Well, it was a great intro, and I think the problem that we're facing, and our president, Ben May, brought it up yesterday in a meeting I had with him, it's this weather. Yeah. Yeah, today it's uh, it's raining in the Pocono Mountains. Again. it's Well, it's a mix of rain and sleet and snow, and, and I don't know if you know this, but it's April. Yeah, I know. It's springtime. Like, April showers bring May flowers so that way we can go racing in June. That's that's, oh, the, that's, same. The, that's the new one. I yeah, like that. But, but apparently, a t-shirt. A, apparently, Mother Nature has other plans right now. I, but, but look at the bright side. The the rain has washed away most of the snow. So that is good. So we got that covered. That is great. But let's talk more exciting things: springtime, racing, things that are associated with us in racing. You know, speaking of those May flowers, we have a pretty cool event coming up in May. We do. I believe it's May 8th, and we've, we've done this a couple years now, and uh, it's coming back. Yep, the Philadelphia Takeover Race fans is back. So uh, this year, I don't even know how we can go bigger and better than the first two years, but I think we might. Something crazy like, I don't know, 20 drivers? 20 drivers? Yeah. Wow. Isn't that insane? That's going to be crazy. And, and uh, maybe some cars out on the streets of Philadelphia again? Yep. We're going to do that again? Cars, burnouts, or excuse me, uh, what, do they, what do they call it? Smoke shows? Spin, Smoke shows. Spinouts? Or, yes. Whatever you want to call it, fans. But there's going to be race cars on the streets of Philadelphia once again, May 8th. Super pumped, man. That's going to be so much fun. It's been fun for the last two years. And one of our um, guests, today, well, the guest today, Daniel Hemrick, is actually confirmed to come back. Nice. So I'm pretty pumped about Daniel coming. He went um, last year. Did he make uh, the cheesesteaks? He did. He did. And speaking of which, the word of the day for the podcast, for fans to enter to win. Fans, you're going to actually enter to win four tickets. I'm upping the ante. Four Four. tickets. Did you get that approved? Yes. Okay. I just approved it. All right, cool. I think. Sure. Let's do it. Four Four tickets. Four tickets to the Pocono Green 250 NASCAR Xfinity Series Race, Pocono Raceway on Sunday, June 2nd. That's be kind of cool. Deal. What yeah. do they got to do? They just have to go to PocanoRaceway.com slash word. Mm. If Daniel if he Hemrick says, says the word, which we're just going to use as steak. Steak. So he's got to say steak and then the word of the day. Yes. You'll hear that bell. Yeah. So the word, we'll of, the, the word of the day is steak. We'll see if he says it. I hope he says it. Um, and we're also going to talk to him about just how he started his career like we have with the last couple guests. And then the other thing we're definitely going to chat with him about is Mr. Daniel Hemmicks bringing back a uh, significant number to the Cup Series in his yeah. first career start coming up in Richmond. Yeah, he's bringing back that eight car. It's, it's a good-looking car, and it's going to be exciting to see the, the eight car back on track. I know. So he's bringing it back with RCR. RCR has been a great friend of ours over the last couple of years, uh, with especially the takeover. And we uh, could not be more thrilled to have Daniel Hemrick on here in a little bit. And on top of all the things that we have going on, that NASCAR Xfinity Series race, uh, we always have to reiterate it, uh, kids 12 and under are free that day. Yeah. Which is pretty awesome. Bring it, bring the family, as our President Ben May yeah. says. Bring the kids, bring the family. It's a great day for kids on, on Saturday, too. It's a, it's a little shorter race, so it's, it's uh, for the attention spans, I guess you could say. And another milestone that we need to discuss before we get into Daniel calling in, 1,000 listeners. Yeah. 
One thousand. We did it. We did it. We did it. We're over a thousand listens. So thank you, fans. Uh, continue to subscribe and shoot us questions you want to ask the, for us to ask drivers every week. We're going to try to put it out there. We actually put out last week kind of what our next schedule looks like. But Daniel Hemrick is um, obviously this podcast. Alex Bowman is going to be our next podcast. And then followed by Mr. Pocono 400 race winner last year. First ever win in the Cup Series, Ryan Blaney at Pocono Raceway. Young Ryan Blaney's going to be on the podcast? Young Ryan Blaney. Ooh, that's going to be a good one. So They're all uh, going to be good ones. This one's going to be a good one. You know, I, I don't know what the exact number would be, but I want to I challenge the fans to keep sharing this. So that way we get up to maybe 1,500 after this, Sayers. You want 1,500? And maybe I'll do something crazy if we do that. You'll do something crazy? Yeah, maybe on race weekend or something. Like I don't know, wear a t-shirt or something or, or <laughs> infield block party stage, maybe get, get up go. on there. That'd Do cool. something crazy. Um, also, fans, we need to vote here because we brought it up uh, in a meeting also yesterday with a couple members of our staff. Want to know what you guys think if we should do a live podcast maybe Saturday of race weekend? Uh-oh. We we uh, we struggle with this intro here today. If we do this live, I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, there's going to be curse words and bleeps, and we're going to have to have people on board just to like hit buttons. I think it'd be good. I think I th- the I think the fans would like it. I think it'd be it'd a be blast. Fun. So we'll see if we can get a, uh, an awesome guest for that as well. But we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. So get this up to fifteen hundred, and I will do something crazy uh, at the infield block party stage in June. Oh boy. Yeah. yeah. Let's put that on the schedule. I'm more worried. I don't even know if I'm okay with that, but I'm worried of what you're doing, and if like we have to know. have a, a talk fan, afterwards. Let's see if the fans come up. But they if they give me an idea of what I could do, something that's that's won't get me fired. I don't. I like my job. I really do enjoy it. Um, and something that I physically am able to do too. I can't do backflips. I can't do anything um, like that. Daniel Hemmer can do a backflip though. We should ask him about oh, that. Oh, I forgot about the backflips. Yeah. All right. So yeah, fans, let me know what I should do. And if we get to 1500 after this, I'll, I'll do it. 1500 sounds great. Hey, Kev, it sounds like we have a caller. All right, let's do it. Yeah. Daniel Hemmerich, are you on the line? I am here, guys. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. It's a beautiful day in North Carolina, and talking to y'all, it's always good. Man, I wish I could say the same. It's not beautiful here in, in the Pocono Mountains at all. Uh, it's quite <laughs> miserable. Spring hasn't hit here yet. Um, we got a glimmer of it, and then we got five inches of snow. Oh, gosh, yeah. Not not the same here. I, uh, I made it out to play golf the last two days here. Oh. It's been about 70 degrees, so I hate it for you, but I'm having fun with it. Well, good for you. Congratulations. I almost want to hang up on you right now. Um, oh come on! <laughs> but we want to uh, first talk to you, uh, which we've kind of done on all the with all the guests so far in the podcast. Is uh, a lot of people may not know where you came from and where you where you kind of started your racing career and how you got your big break in NASCAR. So feel free to share a little bit about your past and and tell us how you got your big break. Yeah, it's uh, the podcast may not be long enough for that. <laughs> it's, uh, it's definitely been quite a journey. Um, you know, I grew up. In uh, Kannapolis, North Carolina, same uh, hometown as Newark, Northern Hills, and heck, DEI was five minutes from my childhood home, so didn't take much of a drive to figure out, you know, what you could do in a sport of auto racing if you put your mind to it. And every day I drove by that from the time I was, you know, really as long ago as I can remember, I uh, started short track racing go karts when I was five, six years old, and did that all the way up until heck, I guess I was ten or eleven, and made the step into a Bandolero, and at that point. I was running around the Charlotte area, the summer shootout, Charlotte Motor Speedway, and, and uh, really that was about the uh, the end of 
you know, what my family funding could take me. Uh, I know it don't sound like a lot. You, you don't think the cost to run the bandolero is that high, but for what uh, the family's income and, and all that stuff was, that was as far as they could take me. And um, from there, I had to, you know, really just claw and do everything I could to, to find the next thing to get in. And I got a break from uh, a family and a, a guy by the name of Tim Lattigan and his wife, Cheryl Lattigan. And they gave me my next sh- shot and a ride in a legend car. And from that moment on, I realized, you know, when you're a kid growing up racing, you think you want to race for a living, you don't know how to do it or, or what to do to get you there. But uh, when I got to the break with them, I was about 15 years old. And, you know, they were ultimately is an eye-opening experience because it showed me that, hey, nobody's going to do this for you. If, if you want this or whatever you want to reach in life, whatever it is, you're going to have to work for it. So uh, it was just a really good experience for me. And uh, from, from that, that time racing with them at 16, 17 years old, um, I got hooked up with a couple more car owners in the Legend Car Series, and really, that's, I think where I, I guess I, you could say I, I made my name for myself uh, when I won the uh, Charlotte Motor Speedway. I won the Legends Million, uh, which is a two hundred fifty thousand dollars purse to the winner, million dollar purse that Bruton Smith put on there on the quarter mile, and that really put my name on the map and opened up just the next opportunity. And the rest of my career to this point, it's kind of been about the same thing, just trying to make the most of whatever opportunity I got put in. From there, it was super late models. Uh, ventured into the tour type modifieds up north, down south, uh, you know, kind of all over, just race whatever. Somebody would give me the opportunity and a shot to drive. You know, it was just just wanted to race, but didn't know what the next step was. So it, it's funny nowadays. I feel like I you hear these kids and they're like, hey, you know, what'd you do or how'd you do it? And for me, it was always a matter of you know, I didn't have a path. I just did whatever was available to me. And um, just you know, I mentioned some of the owners. You know, a couple more really influential guys, you know, throughout my career was uh, a guy by the name of Dickie Woodman, um, Hoyt Demas, Rich Clark, Jeff Foltz, a bunch of people that have been around racing or involved in racing and for whatever reason want to give me a shot. And uh, all those people that led me to get my first start in the Camper World Truck Series and uh, led me here to Richard Childress Racing to make uh, my Xfinity Series start in 2017 and, and now my first cup start coming uh, here in a couple of weeks at Richmond. So, a lot of stuff has went into all this. It's uh, been an incredible ride. Well, you've been really great to us at Pocono Raceway over the last couple of years. And heck of a story about you coming up and, and all the things that you've done. When you talked about racing um, up north, did you race anywhere in Pennsylvania on any of the short tracks around here? Yeah, actually, I uh, raced, um, I guess it's Lake Erie, Pennsylvania, short track there. Sure. Uh, ran some legend cars. I uh, actually won legend car nationals there years ago. Um, so that's probably one of my only... Molly, I think short track racing in the area, but I always enjoyed going there. You know, it's just it's cool when you travel to all these different places and you get the experience of different vibes and different crowds, and to be able to do that in that area was always pretty special. Speaking of which, um, for starts that you've had, I believe last year you participated in our in our takeover, and yeah. um, did you did you run a car in the parade? I can't remember. <laughs> no, I, I messed out on that, and I made sure. I told them when they were planning for it this year, I said, I want to make sure I get to drive the, drive the car and get to do the donuts in downtown. So uh, I missed out on it last year, but I'm hoping, like, heck, they got me on the schedule this time. Well, I think you are on the schedule. I think there's, like, 20 of you guys coming this year, which is insane. Um, Perfect. To, to the point to where when we had our planning meeting with, with Comcast, Xfinity, and Dover, and NASCAR, like, what are we doing with all these guys? There's so many people showing up, which is fantastic for the fans. So we're really excited about that. That's coming up on uh, Tuesday, May 8th. And uh, from from the looks of it, I believe, hopefully, we can get um, an RCR car up there and you can you can burn down the streets of Philadelphia. 
No, absolutely, man. That's what, like I said, that was the only disappointing part for me last year was I didn't get to do that. So, uh, you know, you talked about, you know, Xfinity and Comcast bringing 20 guys there. That's really, really cool. Uh, you know, I've been a part of a lot of sponsorship deals, a, a part of a lot of series throughout my career that have not had the involvement or even cared to have the involvement that Xfinity and Comcast have in the Xfinity series. So it's cool to know that they took it upon themselves and, and the initiative to help drive racetracks, help drive uh, you know, ticket sale and promotion for not only themselves but for the racetracks that allow us to do our thing. So it's a, it really is cool to be a part of that day. And like I said, if I can get to drive one, I'm all in. What were some of the other things that you did when you when you came to the takeover? I know there's we had we had multiple events going on at the same time besides just the parade, but what were the things that you took part in? Oh gosh, let's see. There's been a lot. There's been a lot happened since then. <laughs> uh, uh, we definitely, uh, I believe we we stopped and we made uh, some cheesesteaks at two different venues there. I think uh, Gino's was one, and that was that one. was the word of the day steak so fans That's exactly right so all the fans out there but visit pokernerraceway.com slash word pokernerraceway.com slash w-o-r-d type in your information along with the word of the podcast which is steak and you guys can enter to win four tickets to the pocono green 250 nascar xfinity series race to see daniel hemrick run you really cued him up there to uh to, to yeah, asking him i want the fans to win kevin always want the fans to win <laughs> do and you remember they, what you did a year ago <laughs> hey, do you remember what you did nearly a year ago um oh yeah but i think I you also I need to remember yeah you went to the franklin institute i think that's exactly right yeah that was that was cool uh, we got spent some time with some kids and um yeah just check out you know a bunch of just really cool uh monuments and 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 you know, really focal points of, of the city and town. It's awesome to see everything is different. I mean, Canapolis, North Carolina, it looks nothing like that. So it was really <laughs> cool to see. Well, we're hoping to uh, make it bigger and better this year. Um, so we're looking forward to you coming up along with 19 other NASCAR Xfinity Series drivers. So um going to be pretty awesome. Tell us a little bit. I feel like this year has just taken off for you. Um, you know, case in point. I mean, how did it feel to start that first race at Daytona from the from the front row? Oh man, yeah. As a kid, you know, you may not remember a lot of the racetracks you watch on tape TV with your, your, you know, with your your dad or whatever family members you watch racing with, or even by yourself. Like you know what Daytona is. So to go there with our South Point Hotel and see our Chevrolet and uh, with majority of the same group of guys I had with me back last year in 2017, we had those most of those same guys with us in 2018. And to go there and and do what you talk about doing over off over the off season, that's starting off strong. That's what we did. So. To, to lead the field of the green uh, at Daytona International Race is, Speedway it was just uh, an incredible feeling, something that I'll, I'll definitely never forget and was really honored to do. But, uh, you know, we on top of that, we had to lead some laps and, and do a lot of good things in that race. And unfortunately, it didn't quite work out for the finish like we hoped it would. But, um, you know, we were there and we put ourselves in positioning and got our first pole of the year. And that's something to hang our hat on and move on. Well, speaking of moving on, it seems like I'm just looking at your stats for the year so far. Um, obviously disappointing with the 26th at Daytona, but then you went 11th, 6th, 6th, and 5th. So what does that mean? Like when the wind's coming in two weeks based on data here that I'm looking at? Uh, yeah, I, I like that. That's fine. Two weeks would be fine <laughs> if, I, if we can't do it this coming week at Texas. But uh, no, I mean, you know, you, you hit on it. You know, the finishes themselves speak for what we're doing as a company and that's building week in and week out to make sure we're, we're bettering our progress and taking our baseline to make sure we're a little better the following week than we were the week before. And we've done that. You know, that's, that's really tough to do whenever you're out on the West Coast swing. Like, you know, we kick off our season with pretty much after we run Daytona and Atlanta and then we go straight to Vegas, Phoenix and, and Fontana. So 
it's tough to implement anything you learn on your race cars in that three or four week stretch. But uh, our guys did a great job getting as much of that stuff implemented as possible. And the results and the speed showed for it. And that's all you can ask for in this sport is to see, see gains. And at this level, those gains are so minute and so small that sometimes it's just really hard to put a precedence on what that stuff means, but it all, it all adds up. And that, that's what we're seeing out of race cars. And I feel like I'm getting better. I feel like our, our group has continued to jail and get better and better each week and knowing their job. So uh, it just makes it a lot of fun when you have that kind of camaraderie between the group and um, having the time in my life. So when you actually get that first win, cause I feel like it's coming, you've been creeping on the door last year or so. Are you going to go ahead and bring back the backflip? The backflip will 100% come back. That's amazing. I, uh, you know, that's, yeah, it's something that, you know, I, I did my entire life growing up short track racing. And, um, you know, definitely the inspiration was from Carl Edwards. And I can remember watching the truck race when I was younger and watching him win his first truck race and get on the bed of the truck and, and do the backflip. And I remember as a kid thinking, man, that is awesome. And, you know, lo and behold, I, I did it the first time I won a Bandolero race at, I believe it was Concord Motorsports Park and, and uh, continue to do it throughout my legend cars and late model days and tour type modified days. And um, just always been something that, you know, obviously gets the fans involved and uh, hopefully I can, I can bring it back to the NASCAR world and hopefully we can do it here pretty soon. Well, if you do win before the takeover, um, one will buy you a cheese stick. I like that. Okay. And we'll get whatever, whatever you want on it. And if for some reason there's no RCR show car there to do the parade laps, we'll let you take our pace car and burn down some rubber. I like it. I like it. Anytime I get to drive anything, it's a good day. So sign me up. <laughs> so, uh, so moving on uh, to uh, your cup announcement, you're doing your first cup start, and you mentioned growing up in Kannapolis. So, so what does driving that eight car mean to you? Uh, it, it means a lot of things. Um, you know, obviously, you know, before Dell Junior, before Dell Senior, and, and Ralph Earnhardt being in the area, that, that that means a ton to just you know to everyone in the Kannapolis area. But, you know, for myself personally, between driving back and forth, like I said, I mentioned earlier, past Dale and Hart Incorporated on a daily basis, knowing what that number, you know, meant to that whole family, what it what it really means just personally to myself. And, you know, heck, I can remember my earliest days, you know, having to do with Earnhardt's and racing. So uh, it's cool to know that, you know, Junior had the effect that he's had on our sport and continues to have that effect and know that I get to be the next one to, to pilot. That number is definitely special for me. And, Look forward to, you know, I've said it before, doing doing it justice and making sure that, uh, you know, we execute our plans at the racetrack, but, you know, really try to do that entire fan base. And, and, and my fan base that's continually growing, hopefully some of those uh, junior fans can attach to that and uh, we can have some fun with it along the way. Well, we're going to wish you tons of success in that race, man. We want to see you succeed. Like I said, you've been you've been a great fan of ours and our racetrack, and been so supportive over us for the last couple of years. Not only with the takeover, but at the track as well. You're you're a guy in the garage who's always willing to help and heck, jump on a podcast that you know nothing about with uh, two knuckleheads who are trying to interview people for the first time in their careers. So, uh, thank you so much for taking the time out. And we'll leave you with this final question. When you come up to the Pocono Mountains, I know you've been up here. Um, I believe you've run a truck race here, and you've run Xfinity Series race. What do you What do you do in the area when you come up here? Oh man, you know the the first year of truck racing, I felt like the uh, the schedule was so jam packed. We didn't get to do a whole lot, but last year uh, RCR had a partner in uh, Kalahari, you know, the water park resort that um, we were all able to go. You know, everybody from RCR had a chance to go and visit. And, so that's what we did. My wife and I and some friends, we went and had some fun at the water park. And uh, it's not your typical day off, you know, or not not your typical weekend 
or you know time off at a racetrack weekend so we uh, went and did that and had some fun with it and got right back to the racetrack i'm uh you know everybody asks us the questions what we do at all these places when we go to them man i, I go to the race so i don't get caught up in too much <laughs> of the other stuff so uh probably not a very interesting answer but that's a true answer no that's great because kalahari is a great partner of ours it's, we have mutual partners between us rcr and kalahari so i uh, appreciate Ooh. you mentioning them on the podcast they're they're fantastic and the fans haven't visited be sure to check it out but, um, hey, we'll see you at the takeover on May 8th, and then we'll see you here for the Pocono Green 250. Fans, visit PoconoRaceway.com slash word. Enter the word of the podcast, which it was steak. Thanks to Daniel Hemrick for uh, correctly putting that out there in order for fans to win, potentially win four tickets. Um, best of luck this season. We'll see you in May. We'll see you back here in June. Thanks so much for taking the time. Guaranteed. I appreciate it, guys. It was great seeing you guys. And, we'll, uh, like I said, we'll be up there soon, and hopefully all the fans come and check us out during the takeover. And, uh we're going to get back to that great racetrack. I appreciate it. Thanks so much, Daniel. Yes, sir. Thank you. Well, that's Daniel Hemrick. Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. I mean, clawed his way through his career so far. Um, pretty pumped that he's getting that start at Richmond. Wishing him tons of success, like we said earlier. For he's, sure, but we didn't. I don't think we really mentioned it, but he's got another run uh, at the Xfinity Championship this year, too. You sure know, does. He's running good so far. You know, he was in the, he was in, uh, the Final Four last year, so we'll see what happens. I mean, he, he's one of the guys in the garage, um, you know, you talk about, he, he may not be one of the biggest names out there, but I'm really happy that he was guest number seven of ours for this podcast mm-hmm. because he is um, so good with the fans. I, I've seen him stay late and sign autographs. He always is willing to do stuff for us. I think of the takeover, I think he handed out more tickets than anybody else. Yeah. Um, and I'm really excited that he's coming back for that. And I believe he's bringing his teammate, Shane Lee, who a lot of people don't know mm-hmm. about. So the fans will have to come check him out and, and get introduced to Shane, who is a, a regular in the Arca Series the last couple of years. He's running for kind of that all-star car at RCR in the Xfinity Series. But I think Daniel has a really strong chance this year. If they can keep running the way they're running, he's got Danny yep. Stockman, who has you know, yep. won championships with the Dillon brothers. Yep. And he's got a great opportunity. They're a competitive car right now. Yeah. I really like what RCR is doing. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to see him get a win here before the takeover, but if, if he doesn't get a win before the takeover, I think we got to talk to him that morning and see if we can't get him to do a backflip off of something. <laughs> Just because. Just because. Like, if we got to do a backflip off, like, the pace car, you said burn down the pace car, do a backflip off it. Done. Great shot. Like when all the smoke clears and all yeah. of a sudden he waits for it and then does a backflip. Maybe it'll be good luck, too. If he if he doesn't get the win before then, it'll be good luck, and, and wherever they're racing the next week. He'll be the winner. I'll just be totally because, for just it. because of the takeover. I'm a little jealous he was playing golf though. Yeah. I I was gonna mention that too, and I I can't believe I can't even fathom playing golf right now. No. I, I live near a golf course and there's still snow on it. Yeah. So Well hopefully, you know, in the next couple of weeks everything kind of settles out. It dries out. Oh, it'll be good. It'll be it'll be it'll dry out, the snow will be gone, the cold weather will be gone, and uh, we'll be racing. I know, we're gonna have cars on track soon. Yeah. I'm really excited about that with all the lease events and things like that. It's that time of the year, and I'm, I'm super excited, so I can't wait to get everything going. So, fans, takeaways from all this stuff, make sure that you, um, one, go check out ESPN 840 on uh, Facebook. You can visit them at facebook.com slash ESPN 840. Check them out on Twitter, ESPN Poconos. They're great partners of ours. And also hit them up for what we should do better on the podcast. I think we do a pretty good job, but tell us what we can do better. Uh, what guests you want to have, what questions you want to hear from these drivers. Some of these guys you've never heard of before or know little about, like a Daniel Hemrick. Like I said, we have Alex Bowman on next week and Ryan Blaney. Yeah. And then who knows who else, man. This thing is just taking off. I mean, Ryan yeah. Blaney said yes. I was like, yeah, we're 
this thing's moving. Yeah, and, and all the fan feedback that we've gotten so far has been great. You know, we, I know we uh, we put out the the last one with Matt DiBenedetto, and we had a we had a fan, one of our fan council members, live tweeting as she listened to it. So, Did it was, really? Yeah, it was great. That's awesome. And uh, so, yeah, the fan feedback's been great. Keep it coming. You know, keep sharing this. Uh, like I said earlier, maybe if, if we get to a. 1500 shares I'll I'll do something crazy. I'm looking I'm looking forward to that. Okay. So let's make it happen. 1500 Kevin's going to do something crazy. I'll give it two episodes. Let's give it two episodes. Two more episodes? Yeah. Okay. Let's be fair. All right. We'll do we'll, so this one in Bowman if we get 1500 listens by then. I will do Kevin something crazy Teal. infield block party stage June race weekend. All right. Let's do it. So fans again make sure you visit slash podcast Again, this podcast is also available on iTunes, Spotify, as well as Google Music. Uh, just search for the Pokemon Racer podcast if you're listening to it on our website, which is pokemonracer.com slash podcast. Also, uh, visit ESPNPokenos.com. There's a banner there to click on the Pokemon Raceway podcast, so check them out there. Follow us on social media at Pokemon Raceway across almost all of our channels. Yep. And uh, also, another way to visit to win four tickets, PokemonRaceway.com slash word. The word of the podcast was steak. Daniel Hemrick, fantastic guest. Kevin, fantastic co-host. Norm, fantastic producer. Wouldn't I be the main host because I introed? Okay, then I'm talking about myself in the third person, which just got weird. It just got weird. We should end it. All right, going off the rails. Cue the music. <laughs>